1: Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, November 2022. I'm your host Andy Vaughn and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello! How you doing, Andy? You good? I'm alright. Well, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. So, um, and the reason for that is... Gordo-related? No, I had to do <laughs> the th- the, one of the things today that I hate most out of, like, all things. And that is driving at rush hour. Yeah. which I hate, especially in the dark and in the rain, just sitting there, just, just going nowhere, along. awful. Um, it's, it's
2: nice that you started the podcast in such a bright note. Uh,
1: I, yeah, it might, it might explain why I'm uh, I, I'm not my wow. usual chirpy, happy-go-lucky self. He's He's been out driving at rush hour he's again. He's been out driving at rush hour again. <laughs> so, uh, but apart from that, yeah, I'm grand. How are you?
2: Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, all right week. You'd a better week than me last week. One team away from what I'd say would be a very, very good week. Um but yeah. Aye, I'm excited um, to have a guest on this week to to deflect some of that. I mean, we we did well on the charity, obviously last week, which was great. Um that came in. and that, that that was locked in and I'm I'm sure we'll talk about that later on. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to have Mr. English League's back. Although he's English League's pick last time, he's better he was much better abroad than last time. Uh, so I, I don't know what's happening I'm glad to see him back And uh, obviously it's, it's, it's Dave Greenfield here Hey Dave, how you doing?
0: Yeah, not bad guys, thanks Decent work for you two last week I must say though I backed bankers, values and charities One bet So one of you let me down
1: Not me <laughs> I'll just uh, Just Bordeaux myself out of here <clears throat> um, Yeah, that was frustrating Because it was a really good week yeah. Outside of that uh, There was plenty of good stuff going on uh, just myself and Gordon on, on the show last week. We were guestless so there was only eight picks and we'll run through them quickly and let you know how we got on last week. Um, starting with the banker picks as always. Two bankers, uh, both from both from Germany. No surprises here really in the teams that were selected. Mine was Bayern away at Hertha. Um, ended up being quite a close and exciting game. Bayern won this game 3-2 but it paid out after 37 minutes when they went 2-0 up. Uh, so bet, backing it on 3-6-5 it was a bit of a non-event, which is always the way you want the banker to be non-eventful, in early, done. So Bayern Munich winning it, odds of uh, small odds, but banker odds of one to four. Yeah, uh, I will
2: echo Andy's pick. Basically, uh, I took Dortmund to the other side of uh, that that um, the Bundesliga hierarchy. Uh, mine was paid out after twelve minutes, so they were two 0 up. Uh, Gio Reyna and Yusuf Makoko, who's living up to his. Billing is a guy who's going to score like 20 goals a season for them. Uh, so is going to be... Oh, I... A bit terrifying, that guy. But uh, to be fair, he was... At Bauckham... If you've ever looked at Bauckham's lineup, they've got guys that used to, like, get occasional game time in the SPL, so I'm not that, like... He's <laughs> scoring against Christian Gamboa. What, what, what is this? For Australia? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is this, the Australian national team? Jackson Irvin actually plays with them as well, so it is. Um, but yeah, so I... But Bo- Bo- uh, sorry, Dortmund went on to win this 3-0 it was 2-1 for a moment uh, but VAR sorted me right out uh, took that goal off Bochum, Um, but they were paid out so again 1-4, actually kicked off at 2-7 um, but yeah, so Easy. the banker double that we recommended came in, so onto Easy. the values
1: uh, My value pick was the first pick of the weekend actually it was the, the final week of the Japanese J-League, uh, regular listeners or even occasional listeners were no uh, one of my favourite tournaments worldwide, and we came into it with Yokohama F. Marinos leading Kawasaki Frontale by two points. Uh, so in the final week of the season, uh, Kawasaki needed to win to, to force the issue, which they did, um, although not in the most comfortable manner ever. They, they beat Tokyo 3-2 at odds of 3-4, to so the bet came in, um, and it's all the more impressive considering Kawasaki had a man sent off in the 29th minute when they were 1-0 up um <laughs> uh so they were able they were able to uh to still win the game uh yokohama also beat Vissel kobe 3-1 uh, so it didn't actually matter um yokohama are the japanese j league champions for 2022 but the value bet came in so bank value in the bag
2: so they were locked in for andy which meant that our fourfold that we touted last week was resting on my shoulders, and this was a Saturday at 2 pm. This was Nimes versus Bordeaux. i would taken Bordeaux away at the odds of 8 7 or 11 at 10, just over even money. This was at that time top versus second bottom. Um, Nimes scored early and then just held the ball or attempted to keep the ball out of the net for the rest of the game. Bordeaux had um, 69% possession, 14 shots and uh, 14 goal attempts, three shots and goals, seven off goal. Like they would, they, they they went at them but just couldn't get it the ball over the line at any point so disappointing there um, yeah so I let down the as Dave suggested sixfold that he had on fourfold fold, that I suggested fourfold that yeah. was on uh, and probably a variety of other bets including quite a lot of my own it always seems to be the pick that you're like oh, I'll just stick that in a couple of coupons I'll be locked in there but uh, yeah so it, it didn't quite work out for me there um, and the value pick didn't come in so, we've actually lost Andy here. Oh, he's back! You've returned. Unlucky, unlucky. Did you lose? Did you did you lose me for a bit there? Yeah, I lost you for a bit there. You just kind of froze, oh. looked sideways, and then like I'd, you were either being very still or a uh, thingy there. So yeah. To round off that section, value L for me, and uh, passed on that L to quite a lot of other people. So disappointing there.
1: I cannot cannot win them all. Um, But overall, a a good selection of picks. 3 out of 4 in the early picks. On to the outsiders. Uh, Mine mine was the last pick of the weekend. It was uh, Monday in the Danish Super League at 6pm. Michelin versus Norgeland. Norgeland, top of the table. They are still top of the table, although this bet did not come in. Uh, The game finished a 0-0 draw. Uh, So Michelin should never have been favourites in that game. So I feel vindicated. Um that while the bet didn't come in, it wasn't a home win. Uh so so yeah. No no outsider win for me, but I was definitely on the right side of that.
2: Same boat for me. Um I had the uh, Valenciennes versus Kong Um one each game ended up. Uh so Kong took the lead after 33 minutes with Mendy and um Valenciennes leveled it up. Um pretty even game as was as was predicted there. They Valenciennes had slightly more of the ball, slightly less goal attempts. Um, but again, uh, you know we're at twenty-one to ten. You're looking for a team that can, you know, we're on the right side. of That I wasn't taking a six to five outsider for a team that hadn't hadn't won a game. At like, they've only taken four points away from home all season. Uh, five now, congratulations, Con. Um But yeah, so no outside, <laughs> no outsider there. Um, but yeah, it, on the right side of it again.
1: Yep, so a couple of decent shouts on another day They easily go our way, pretty happy with the performance there And then on to the charity pick So it's a pick from, from each of the hosts on the show that week Only two of us last week, so it was a double um, My pick was in the German Bundesliga For Frankfurt to win away from home at Augsburg Which they did, 2-1 After going a goal down within the first minute
2: If you want so. to concede
1: a goal, it's the best time to do so Oh well, like, absolutely, I mean, yeah. Pl- plenty of time You get plenty of time to get back in the game um, yeah, they're just they're just there's a bit of golfing class there in form as well. So I wasn't, you know, it was annoying getting that instant notification, but I wasn't particularly worried. Um, and Frankfurt went on to win the game, so uh, leg one in.
2: Leg two uh, was with me. Frozenoni versus Perugia. So this was top versus bottom in the uh, in the Italian Sierra B. Uh, Frozenoni won this game one nil. After a 41st minute goal for them, uh, they held that one out. I was, you know, that sounds like it was quite a tense game, but if you look at the second half stats, Perugia didn't have a shot on target. So we were quite happy to just, you know, go down one nil. Um so yeah, the charity bit the charity double landed. Um obviously with a double and um, those odds not being fantastic. I think what did we end up returning?
1: Uh well my my uh my game was four or five so it was just under even money and I think yours was thirteen to twenty so it returned it returned twenty seven pound fifty three pence I think which went to uh November it just seemed like a a good thing to do one of uh one of the sh- one of the shows um a friend of the show Bob Alexander's November effort uh and we've we've lined up someone else that gets uh so all the all the charity bets for November will go towards the November effort. Uh, and the fundraising that they do for men's health um, So hopefully we can get another one in This week And bigger
2: Yeah I mean is, there's, uh, there's three sure, of us sure,
1: this week sure Gordon's odds will still be rotten but,
2: Actually you know, first of all you can bigger. get fucked Because mine's about 13 to 10 this week So uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm back Oh, on my, oh my, my what's big, going
1: on here I nearly an
2: outsider Oh right I know why that's
1: happened It's because it's it's cause you're back in it Right <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, if I'm backing it, surely, surely I'd be wanting a, a lower odds thing so I could shuffle it across. But uh, yeah, looking forward to this weekend and landing some more picks. And I know we're about to go into the midsection, but I would just like to highlight that our midsection picks from last week were pretty good. Um, yeah, I had one in the, the French lower league, so this was in the Ligue Nationale. Um, a kind of informed team for me at the moment, Concarneau, who are running away with that league. They're about if they they did a 10 go 10 point payout they'd be they'd be getting the next week for them um they they ran out winners 3 uh, one against sedan the guys with a little pig badge if you're in the if you're in the midsection yeah. um but yeah they they actually paid um they they went down one 0 and ended up winning it at just under even money so yeah come come join us in the midsection and, and find out some more of the spicy picks that we've got in there
1: And if you do want to join us in the midsection, uh, Gordon's talking about our Patreon content, so you just need to go to patreon.com forward slash tramplebet or download the Patreon app. It's six quid a month. Um, It really helps the show out, helps us out as a going concern. Keeps the podcast going, essentially, and uh, you get some stuff back. You get the midsection instead of the advert that everyone else will hear. Um, You get the podcast as a video as soon as it's released and you also get the cheat sheet, which is all the picks written down, so you don't have to remember the picks from the show that you like the sound of. Uh, so patreon.com forward slash tramplebet or just say, search for tramplebet on the Patreon app. We'll see you there. The rest of you, we shall see you after this short break. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, November 12th, 2022. Myself, Gordo and Dave will give a pick each in the following categories as usual. Banker picks, value picks, outsider picks. And then we'll each provide a pick we will lump together as a treble, put a tenor on it and any returns like last week. Uh, will go to a charity of our choosing, and because it's November, it'll go to the Movember Effort uh, Men's Health Charity. So let's kick off with the banker bets we got uh, both in last week. We're usually very good at getting all the bankers in. Um, I am in the Danish Superliga at Saturday, 3pm UK time for Silkeboard.com. Versus Lingby and the home win for Silkeborg is better than one to two. It's six to eleven right now on Bet three six five, which is quite high price for a banker bet. Silkeborg are in fourth place in the league, twenty four points from sixteen games, whereas Lingby are dead last, only five points all season from sixteen games. They've scored thirteen goals but conceded a massive thirty two. They're yet to win any away games. Uh, they've only managed two points from eight away games all season, and Silkeberg will just relish the opportunity to regain some form here against a team that is really, really struggling. I think better than one to two is a great price for this.
2: Nice one, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, in those leagues, I'm going to move us to a a more tried and tested league for us. For me specifically, it's the Sierra A um, for. I mean, long-time listeners or listeners over the last eight weeks would be uh, unsurprised to know that. I'm backing Napoli once again. So this weekend, they play against Udinese. They're playing just now. They're drawing 0-0 with Empoli, but they're all over them. Uh, Udinese are also um, playing just now. They're currently drawing one each um, <clears throat> with someone along the lines of Lecce. It's around that part of the table. Um, is Spezia, there we go. It was in the, the Lecce line. Someone, Someone really... <laughs> just above the relegation zone. <laughs> um so Napoli are a quite big price for this just now. They're one to two um against the New team who haven't been playing well. They they started quite well, but they then a nil-nil draw with Krem and AC last week um and a nil-nil draw with Lazio in there. The head to heads here with Napoli playing at home are fantastic. Last five games, five Napoli wins two one, five one, two one, four two, four two. Um Napoli's home form's been sensational. against Sassuolo, 3-0 against Rangers, 3-2 against Bologna, 4-2 against Ajax. They're running through teams at the moment. Um, Kvrach Vila, the the boy they've got, the Georgian fella, is banging them in at the moment. Uh, And there's a real feel-good factor there for them just now. Crucially, they beat Atalanta last week, who were up towards the top of the table, 2-1. And uh, they did it from a goal down. So, yeah, um, the only thing I will say about this is Udinese... Prior to this, so their 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 away form prior to those last two games hasn't been too bad. You know they've been they've been beating teams. I think Napoli have enough to do to beat them here. So, Andy, you have your hand
1: up. Napoli have just scored. Their odds are one to sixteen live in play uh, against Empoli. So, um, I know I know that you said that they were drawing and they were, but well, Don't you were any- giving that brilliant rundown. They went and got a goal just to further emphasise how good a pick this is.
2: Fantastic! I look forward to this kicking off at one to five. Um, yeah, it's currently one to two just now. I think it's a really good price. I'll get the pod up tonight, and if you can get on it now, do it. it, it they, they will not kick off anywhere near that. I think there's a standard format for teams that are like, you know, I think they've just got like a holding yeah, for setting initial odds. Yeah. Um. Essentially, so, Dave, obviously, welcome back, banker. What are you taking us? Uh, so I'm in
0: uh, League One on Saturday. Fantastic. One. And uh it's Ipswich against Cheltenham and uh Ipswich era two to seven. So you've got Ipswich there second in the league, uh 37 points from there, 17 games, scored thirty-five, only conceded eighteen. Where you've got Cheltenham in nineteen, they've only got eighteen points, they've only scored thirteen goals. They've only conceded twenty, but not too bad. Uh, Ipswich have only lost one home game in the last nine in all competitions. Uh, took one draw and the rest have won. Uh, they've also only conceded five goals in those nine home games. Uh, they're averaging two point one goals per match as well. So obviously they're scoring quite a bit. Uh, Cheltenham have lost the last three away games uh, and drawn the drawn one. They've only scored twice in their last four away games as well. They're also ranked twenty third in average goals scored. So they've got 0.8 goals scored a match on average. Oh, Almost the goal of match. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That obviously, isn't great. So I think Ipswich have far, far too much for. Here. Just add another point um, brings nothing to this pick, but I don't know if you did. You say Ipswich is. Uh, Last game against Charlton last week.
2: I did not. Inform me. What happened?
0: So, they were away at Charlton last week. It was uh, 2-2 going into the 90th minute. Ipswich score twice in the 91st and 94th minute to go 4-2 up away. Paid out. Great. Yeah, exactly. It would have been paid out. Charlton scoring the 96th and the 99th minute of the game finishes four all. There's four goals in stoppage time.
2: It was just absolutely mental. That's that is fantastic. That is uh, unless you're on the, the
1: you know you the... got a pair though, don't you? If you're on yeah. happy yeah, exactly, days yeah. All
2: done, locked in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll get that drama this time
0: around. I think uh
1: don't want you know, that I've drama, thought... Dave. Don't no, want I, it. I, it's it. it. What in all you these you games? All these games early paid out. Boom, we're done. Banker Treble in and the banker treble, um, at bet three six five just now you've got Selkeborg at eight to fifteen, and Napoli at one to two, Ipswich at two to seven, one point nine five to one. So just shy of two to one. Um and you have get a five percent bonus as well. You know how they do that. It trebles and upwards, you get a bonus. So essentially we're talking two to one for the banker treble this week. On to the value picks. Now, the Japanese J-League may be over in uh, Yokama F. Marinos, crowned champions, but there's the small matter of the promotion playoff. So the way that this works in Japan is the bottom two teams of the J-1 League and the top two teams of the J-2 League just switch promotion relegation like normal. But teams placed um, third, fourth, fifth, and then in in the in the second tier, Playoff a wee sort of series of playoffs to eventually meet the third bottom team. So it's very similar to the SPL. Um, So that's Kyoto Sanga uh, finished third bottom of the J1 League, and they play Ruoaso Kumamoto, um, and in a winner take all one off game. Now the way that these Japanese playoff games work is a wee bit strange uh, compared to football as we know it. If it's a draw, the higher seeded team just win.
2: Look, they've went with so that American format so where you just no, make up a rule. Yeah. It? yeah.
1: There's no yeah, there's no penalties, there's no nothing. And the higher seeded team also gets home advantage. So if it's a draw, the higher <laughs> seeded team, the home team, just go through. So Kyoto technically only need to draw this game in order to stay in the J1 league, whereas Raso Kumamoto would need to win in order for them to be promoted and, and Sanga to be relegated. Um, So yeah, so as I said, Saga finished the J1 season 16th place. They're in this winner-take-all game. But they've been really solid, actually, throughout the J1 league campaign. Um, They fell only one point short of safety, one point behind Gambo Zaka. Uh, They're good at keeping things really tight. And for a team that finished third bottom, they only conceded 38 goals across their 34 games, which I think is actually quite impressive. Um, To put that into some context, the teams that finished in 17th and 18th Conceded 54 and 57 goals, respectively. So much much tighter at the back. Good defensive record. Kumamoto finished the J2 League in fourth place. They were 13th points off of automatic promotion. So it wasn't like they were setting the league alight. Um, they drew both their playoff games to each. But as the home side and the higher ranked team went through it to the next round. So they've be taking advantage of that. Um, but they are conceding goals. So they scored scored twice at home in, in both those games and, and conceded two goals. Uh, Kyoto Sangar just used to playing much better opposition than Kumamoto. And they've been successful at defending against G1 sides all year. Kumamoto will know they have to push to win this game. A draw is no good for them. And as a result, they should there should be a lot of opportunities for Kyoto Sanga to to hit them on the break and to score goals, which I think they will do. Uh, you're getting them at better than evens for a home win here. And while they don't necessarily need to win at home, I think they will win at home. And 12 to 11 is a good price. And that's that's where the value is. So this game's at, at five minutes past four on Sunday morning. And you'll find it under J, J, Japan J1 League. Nice one. I mean... Kyoto Sanga to beat... Ruas so Kumamoto. the odds aren't up on Bet365 yet for this game so I'm taking those odds from William Hill the 12 to 11 price you can get just now
2: nice one well I I, I very much hope to wake up to that uh, rolling in first of all I'm going to apologise for the pick that I'm bringing to the next one because I'm I am on a bogey team you had your worldwide.
1: own rule you, you're, breaking, own, you're breaking had, your own rule
2: I'm breaking my own rule for good reason right so I have quite a lot to talk about in this game so you can it till the end where you can call it shite right so, let, let's start with I'm going to take Morton to beat Queen's Park here and I know that Morton generally fucked me over and I've actually backed this fixture before and they lost 5-1 um, <laughs> but Partick have been rubbish recently they were 2-0 up against, Dun, uh, against Dundee at the weekend and lost 3-2 they've lost 5 on the spin uh, the last 5 games, so against Dundee, Wraith, Ayer, Queen's Park and Aberdeen in the Cup Morton have been pretty good here Um so in their last five games, they've drawn 2-1-3, beating Inverness at home, uh, Wraith at home and Hamilton home. Inverness and Wraith, uh, Inverness and Hamilton, they beat 4-5-0. So they're beating teams quite comfortably. They drew with Dundee and they drew with Ayr in there as well. Morton um, have been good this season. You know, Dougie Emery's got the team playing pretty well. They're in second position. You know, they, 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 they haven't pushed for this in a long time. Uh, that, that league is incredibly tight at the top, though, in the Scottish Championship where... Second and seventh are separated by two points, um, so you know you could you're you're not in chance of getting relegated, but you're you know you're out of the playoffs as soon as you lose a game. So pretty um cu- pretty kind of crucial game for them to be beaten. Coming into a team who are not playing well at all. So a wee bit for Dave here. Akin Yemi. so a guy who was playing in the English lower leagues this season got transferred to Ayr this season. Uh, he's played with Stevenage, Aldershot, St. Albans, Bishop, Stropford, Dulwich, Hamlet, and Welling prior to this. Arrived at Air, played 14 games, scored 11 goals, assisted four. He's been unbelievable. He's basically arrived in league and was like, everyone's shite here. I'm uh, I'm going to be alright. Uh, so he's got bigger guys looking at him just now. He's one of these guys that like, on flash score you can scroll right back through. He's like, loan. Return from loan. Loan. Return from loan. So him... Uh, he's tearing up the league at the moment with air. He's he's scoring that. But Morton have got a couple of guys that have been banging them in recently. Robbie Muirhead, who ex Dundee United player there, Andy, um is scoring plenty at the moment for Morton. Uh, as is uh, Grant Gillespie. So two ex Dundee United players uh, are, are, are banging them in for Morton this season. Um I just think it's a good time for, for to be playing Partick Thistle and you can get them at what I think is a bit of the ridiculous odds of eleven to eight. So for a big price. Andy, do you want to say anything about Morton?
1: No, not really, but I, I do want to confirm that game's against Partick Thistle, not Queen's Park, because you did oh, say Partick, Queen's sorry, Park Sorry, Partick, Partick Thistle, apologies. So just in case it confuses anyone, it's Morton versus Partick Thistle. Uh, it's probably a game I'd just stay away from. But no, I'll feel compelled to back it. Because I back all the fucking podcast picks. <laughs> I, mean, don't I I think I
2: think they're all enough to beat Queen's Park.
1: Thistle. Um, yeah, so. I'm, there, I'm gay. I'm going to trust you. Um I, so just, Dave, I just don't like it.
2: Dave, what have you got? Take
0: me away from this. What have you got in the value area? Uh, so I'm in League Two again. Saturday at three o'clock, and it's uh, Rochdale against Mansfield, and I'm going to tag uh, Mansfield thirteen to ten. So Mansfield are in ninth. With uh 27 points from there, 16 games, scored 25, conceded 21. Rochdale are in 22nd. They only took 12 points from 16, and a bit like our last, uh, a bit like Cheltenham in my last pick, they've only scored 12 goals all season. They've conceded 23. Also, they've all got the same average rank goals per game at 0.8. Not (laughs) but almost almost a goal. (laughs) Yeah, we love, it. we love a team that aren't scoring at least one game but <laughs> uh, yeah, Manfield have taken 12 points from 8 away games uh, Rochdale have only taken 4 points from their 7 home games and they've only scored 6 goals at home this season uh, Rochdale have lost the last 3 no, they've lost 3 and drawn 1 in the last 4 league games whereas uh, Manfield won the last away game out against Barrow uh, but before that, the, the lost to Swindon and Crawley drew with Newport. So they had a bit of a dodgy three games. But before that, they, they only lost one in ten. So, you yeah, know they're only a couple of points off the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know they, they got to the playoffs last season. Um, they're second in big chances created in the Excellent. league. Good start. 20-4. And uh, I've got a great one for you. They've had the most penalties this season, Mansfield, with five penalties. If you fancy a bet on Mansfield to score a penalty in this game, it's five to one. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Mansfield to score a pen, which I thought was a nice little side bet. I like that. I do like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, look, Rochdale haven't scored in the last two league games either, so I think if you're, uh, Mansfield can take the lead here and hold out, hopefully. Uh, hopefully Rochdale won. uh
2: have a mad guy where they end up scoring a lot yeah. more than they should, but I'm fine with them scoring 0.8 goals. That's fine. Yeah, with, that's as, as long as th- that's fine. Yeah. Good pick, though, Dave. What's the price of it? Did you say? Sorry, uh, thirteen to ten months. To nice. 10. Yeah.
1: Nice. So you combine that in with uh, all picks over evens this week in the value in the value section. So that's pretty cool. Kyoto sanga Martin in Mansfield, 10.4 to one. For the value treble, which is which is pretty hefty, yes. Although you may have to wait uh, for that price to come up on Bet three six five for Kyoto Sanga. Um, yeah, I mean you probably. I don't know because because it's considered a J one league game. I wonder if you, they they still do the early payout rule on that, even though it's the playoffs. Yeah, even though it's the playoffs as opposed to um, as opposed to just a regular season game. Who knows? I would expect it to come in anyway. I'm certainly not thinking that'll be an early payout game that, you know, you're reliant on it. If Sanga go 2-0 up and they don't concede goals, they're not going to throw away a 2-0 lead against Roasso Kumamoto. Anyway, on to the outsiders. So this is where we look for something the bookies have priced up as an underdog that we quite fancy. Uh, Obviously, they're not going to come in with the same regularity that the banker bets do. Uh, but it's something that we think you know there should be a little bit of interest in and certainly some outside value. My game's in the German Bundesliga, Saturday at 2.30pm for Hoffenheim against Wolfsburg. The teams are only separated by one point. Hoffenheim on 18 points through 13 games, Wolfsburg on 17. Hoffenheim haven't been great at home. They've only got 10 points from seven home matches. Um, Wolfsburg managed eight points from seven away games. But form wise, Wolfsburg are currently the better performers, nine points from their last five games, whilst Hoffenheim have managed just the four points. Wolfsburg are now eight games in a row unbeaten. Um so they're really coming into a good a good purple patch. whereas as Hoffenheim, they haven't managed to win in their last three matches. Uh so in the league so far, they're pretty much equally matched. Um but the home away split. Equally matched, but form heavily favours the visitors here. I just think Wolfsburg are overpriced at a thirteen to five underdog. Thirteen to five—that's closer to three to one than it is to two to one. So yeah, my my pick for this weekend in the outsider column is Wolfsburg. Oh, okay.
2: Another another EP league as well, which is nice in an outsider, more likely to go up. 2-0 2-0 and that And uh, and possibly throw it away So I'm also in a league I mean, they're,
1: they're, like, Can I also point out right now as we record this Wolfsburg are currently beating Borussia Dortmund 1-0 in the 83rd minute Yeah So if you want any more evidence on Wolfsburg form actually being reliable Beating Borussia Dortmund's Pretty good
2: I'll give you that I'll give you that Okay, okay, well I take you to another big European league. This is on Sunday in Liga Anne. This is uh, Strasbourg versus Lorient, and I fancy the away team Lorient to win this game at twelve to five. So big price. So let's talk about why. Um Strasbourg have been not very good this season. Uh, they had a good good year last year, but they haven't quite followed up on that. They've taken ten points from their first fourteen games. Contrast that with Lorient, who've taken twenty-seven from their fourteen, and they were very unlucky at the weekend, narrowly beaten by PSG two-one. I think it took to the eighty-fourth minute for them to for PSG to get a, the winner against them. Um, Lorient are, are challenging for the European and Champions League spots. They're. Uh, that 27-point total has them tied with Monaco and Marseille and one point behind Rong in third place. Uh, Strasbourg are firmly in the Welcome to League 2 and the Friday Night Features uh, zone uh, being down in, in 18th place. <clears throat> the reason I like this game so much is Lorient have been fantastic away from home, taking 14 points from their seven games. Their last five away games have seen them draw two each with Troye, beat Rest, beat Auxerre, beat AC Ajaccio. Um, and a loss into Longs in there, which is just no crime at the moment, considering they're second in the league. Um, if you look at Strasbourg's home form, three draws and two losses in there, to Lille and Ron, both teams that uh, Lorient are right beside this season. So I just think this game has got much more chance of coming mm-hmm. out on Lorient's favour than it does on Strasbourg's, and you can get them at 12-5, to 23-10 or 11-5, to depending on your bookmaker. So that is my outsider pick on Sunday. Dave, where are you and what have you got?
0: Yeah, so I'm in another big European league and it's uh, the Scottish League One. Fantastic.
2: Saturday at three o'clock.
0: It's uh, Falkirk versus uh, the home of neighbours, Edinburgh. And uh, this is basically... So you can get Edinburgh at three to one. Uh, Edinburgh and Falkirk... Are pretty much basically the same team in my like from my, doing my research. So uh, Edinburgh second with 25 points from 14. I've scored 25. have conceded 19. Falkirk, a third. I've got 24 points from 14. I've scored 25, conceded 16. Form table, they've both took seven points from the last five. Falkirk have taken 13 points from seven home games. Edinburgh have taken 13 points from seven away games. Falkirk uh, have lost the last two home games as well. They've lost 1-0 to Dunfermline, and they lost to Kelty uh, Hearts. I, I think Andy had that, didn't he? Uh Possibly. I think, uh, <laughs> I think that was a value. I don't know. Um, yeah, but they've lost two, one, two, 1-2, drawn 1 in the last five. Edinburgh exactly the same. Lost two, won two, drawn one. Um, there's, only been, there's only ever been two meetings between these two sides. One, uh, obviously, in the league, uh, which Falkirk won 3-0. And the other one, I don't know if you guys know anything about this, was a League Cup game in 2021, where Edinburgh got given a 3-0 walkover win. Huh. I don't know why, I can't find out why.
1: I think this was COVID-related and being unable to field oh, a team. Okay.
0: Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Unlike in England, where they just cancel the game and had you play it again. They yeah, no. They, they,
1: they, put, they put a rule in place where if you couldn't fulfil your fixture, that was it. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Right. But, yeah, I'll just for the for two teams that are like pretty much got exactly the same form, exactly like the two and three in the league, I'm not really... Hundred percent sure why Edinburgh are higher to at three to one when Falkirk are favourites, but uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd rather sit with Edinburgh here at three to one and take a chance. Yeah,
1: yeah. Falkirk are obviously a, a big name. Yeah, they've been in the Premier League recently. They're expected to be challenging and potentially back up there at some point. Uh, I think people are just waiting for the Edinburgh FC bubble to burst. Not happened yet so let, let's hope it doesn't happen this week
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so that's uh, three three outsiders there wolfsburg at 13 to 5 Lorient at 11 at 5 fc edinburgh 3 to 1 you combine the three of them together 45 to 1 so so big um i'll take that as a trick say no doubt so uh hopefully i'll need um two of the three but three of the three is very very good
2: you take it as some kind of Goliath paired up with four of Dave's horses. Uh,
1: <laughs> I was about to say, you need more selections yeah. to start doing Goliaths. Ah, okay, there we go. Mid-section horses, excellent. So that's the uh, that's the main picks from our three regular categories. Now onto the charity bet, where we'll look to emulate last week's success, but this time as a treble. Um my game for the charity pick this week's on Sunday at five PM, back in the Danish Superliga for league leaders Norjaland against Alborg. The home win here for Norgeland is seven to ten. Um so still top after a solid draw away at last season's runner up Micheland last week. They have thirty-two points from sixteen matches and seventeen points from the eight home games that they've played so far. Alborg, all the way back in 11th place, is only a 12-team league, so 11th is not good. It's second bottom. 14 points from their 16 games, seven of which they've managed to pick up on the road. Form-wise, Norgeland are joint top of the five-game form table with nine points. Alborg are in 10th of the 12-team league uh, with only four points from their last possible fifteen. The only worry really here is the head-to-head record. Uh, The last six games between the teams have been two wins for Alberg and four draws, so no wins for Norgeland in this fixture in the last six occurrences of it. Hence why I have this in the charity slot as opposed to the value slot, but I still fully expect Norgeland to win this match. So that's leg one of our charity treble this weekend. Leg two takes us to the
2: Sierra A again. Um, Saturday night, if you're at a loose end, 7.45, 7.45, I believe it's on BT Sport. This is Bologna versus Sassuolo. And I fancy a home win here at, as I pointed out earlier on in the uh, the show, not to be called a huge shite bag, uh, 13 to 10. So this is uh, Bologna at home. Two teams right beside each other in the league. 16 points uh, Bologna, 15 points Sassuolo. How they've got these points and when differ massively with Bologna being an in-form <clears throat> A pick at the moment, winning four of the last five games home and away. Beating Torino, Monza, Lecce and Cal- um, Cagliari in there. Narrowly losing to Napoli uh, when I backed Napoli in that game, 3-2. Uh, contrast that with Sassuolo here, who've lost to Empoli. They got beat 4-0 by Napoli, uh, losing to Atalanta and in in there. Tough teams, but they're in a bit of a tough uh, tough run-in for them at the moment. Um Bologna have been good. Obviously, Lewis Ferguson's playing for them just now. Uh, one of our Scots abroad, and and they're, he's banging them in for them at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think Bologna have got enough in here to to be doing some, some serious damage to a Sassuolo team that that, that haven't quite hit the heights that uh, they'd had at the start of the season. So um, I think that, that Bologna will win this game. Uh, they're 13 to 10 to do so. That's, that's really it for me. I'll pass over to Dave. I'm aware that my connection dipped slightly there, but because I am recording it, not a problem to me. My mic was still rolling. So, uh, Dave, what have you got? Charity-wise.
0: Uh, so I'm uh, in League 2 again. <coughs> again, Saturday at 3 o'clock, and it's uh, Harrogate versus Light and Orient. And I'm going to take Light and Orient here at 8-7. Uh, Light and are, uh are top of this division. They've got 39 points from 16 scored 26 only conceded nine goals whereas Harrogate down in 21st they've only taken 12 points from their 16 games they've only scored 14 goals and they've conceded 24 but Orion to top of the form table they've taken 11 points from five whereas Harrogate only taken four points from five and again Orion top of the, the away form table as well taking 17 points from their seven home games. Harrogate, 21st in there, in the home form table. They've only taken 18 points from their seven home games. Uh, sorry, eight points 18, from their seven home games. Yeah, now, Harrogate did win their last game out uh, against Bradford, but uh, lost two, drew one before then. Mm-hmm. Look, Orion did lose their last game to Crewe, 1-0, but they won three uh, league games and drew the other two before that. Now they've met three times. uh, Well, they've met six times uh, head to head. Uh, The three times that uh, Harriga, Light, Orient have won two, three nil, and the other one was a two-all draw. Uh, So, Orient to win three nil (laughs) would be sixteen to one. There you go, right? I said,
2: Andy, price start up, mate. What's the what's the trip?
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, out of those six games, Harrogate like, have only won one. There's been one draw, and Orient have won the rest. Uh, Orient have kept the most clean sheets in the league as well. Uh, they've kept ten clean sheets this season. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, like I said, best away for best form. Top of the league mm-hmm. I'd like to say, Comfortable Like Norian Winner
2: Wouldn't Wouldn't we all So yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy What does that Take us to For our Guaranteed Locked in Banker treble <laughs> Where we've all Picked pretty Big odd Shoes
1: <laughs> Well for the Charge treble This week 7.4 to 1 at Bet 365 Which you know 85 quid Essentially uh, We would be Able to donate To Movember next week. Should Norgeland Bologna and Leighton Orient win their respective fixtures this weekend? Nice. Three of us on the show this week, good to have a full cohort back again. Um, just some quick some quick maths there for me because I can't price it up because Kyoto Sanga odds aren't available yet, but I think if you wanted to uh, back all the selections in a mega 12-fold it would return something like 13,000 to 1. <laughs> That's alright. You know, so, so my, my
2: virtual know, not, my virtual background will be in Monaco next week, then, as opposed to, uh, yeah, I, I guess it looks the same when I've got a virtual background, doesn't it? it doesn't matter if I'm on my super yacht by then.
1: <laughs> not to be, not to be sniffed at. Uh, um, should should we get all twelve? It will happen one day. Hopefully, this week is the week. Uh, <clears throat> just to remind you all, we do have a, a Patreon channel, so if you fancy um, helping the podcast out we wee bit, it's six pounds a month to join the Trample Bet Club. Um, You get the video podcast and also all the picks written down in a handy JPEG format so you don't have to go back and try and remember which picks you like the sound of this week. Also, Facebook group, uh, free to join that. Just search Trample Bet podcast on Facebook and get involved in the discussions there. We've got plenty of regular contributors and a lot of good stuff going on in the Facebook group. I'm sure there'll be plenty of World Cup chat coming up as well, so a good place to be. Gordo, Dave, thank you very much for your time and your picks as always. Gordo wants yeah, to say something.
2: I was. I was just going to say that uh, you know this. This uh, we did this in the midsection, but just a, a little shout there. Andy has a predictor that he runs every year. Uh, this is for the World Cup. Uh, do you see yourself as a savant, a man who can see perhaps an Argentina win for the World Cup delusionally, uh, or do you see yourself as maybe picking the correct winner? Uh, drop Andy a message if you do. Wish to, wish to get involved I think it's 20 quid ahead uh, We generally get about I don't know well, about 60 or 70 entries So there's a good prize At the end of it And it's actually Pretty yeah, big patter there's a good pattern for, for, for all involved But uh, yeah so, so should you wish To be involved in that Drop uh, either Andy Or myself A shout in there I, I take no credit for it It's all done by Andy But I can certainly Pass you on to him So Andy Go
1: on See us out then That's it again Gordon, Dave Thanks very much for your time. And your picks this week. Uh, we'll see you back next week. Where, uh, hopefully we're recapping another successful week of the Trample Bet podcast. Um, that's it. Have a great weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McFarnan, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports socialcouk Sports Social
0: Podcast Network